Welcome to Platypod, the official podcast of the Committee for the Anthropology of Science, Technology, and Computing. Here, we host dialogues and conversations about the theories, tools, and social interactions that explore questions at the intersection of anthropology and science and technology studies. This bonus content is a reading from Platypus, the Castac blog. Enjoy! Algorithms are tools of divination. Like cowrie shells, scapular bones, or spiders trapped under a pot, algorithms are marshaled to detect and relay invisible patterns, to bring to light a truth which is out there, but which cannot ordinarily be seen. At the outset, we imagine divination is a means to answer questions, whether in diagnosis of past events or for the prediction and guidance of future outcomes, choices, or actions. Yet divination has an equally potent capacity to absorb the burdens of responsibility, to reconfigure accountability and, in so doing, to liberate certain paths of social action. Algorithms are ideal technologies of mechanical divination because they are already imbued with a rhetoric of apersonality, as in, the numbers don't lie. Like the caribou shoulder blades whose cracks and burnt spots are read by the diviner as a map to fertile hunting grounds, quote, the final decision about where to hunt does not represent a purely personal choice, end quote. Instead, it is diverted from the diviner and their client onto scapular burn marks and the ritual processes of their generation. Despite the diversity of divination practices, central to its rituals are those mechanisms designed to displace authorship and thereby legitimize the divinatory revelation as intrinsically detached and impartial. Algorithms, I Ching Yarrow stalks, a poison fall, even the chemical reactions of scientific experiments, all allow a diviner to utter statements which they seemingly do not author. Such, quote, ostensive detachment is often bolstered by the ritual deployment of aleatory mechanisms. Quote, the specialist throws dice or shuffles tarot cards or empties a bag of small tokens on a table. Processes that, from the standpoint of clients and other participants, cannot be controlled. End quote. Algorithmic divination, however, is never completely random. Casting dice may fall in true random fashion, but the divining done by algorithms is by design, codes, and calculations, however complex these might be. Like spirits who speak through the white noise of electronic static and EVP, Algorithms manifest messages on a chaotic blank canvas, where chaos is a chaos of scale. Thus, it is through an overabundance, an unmanageable, unwieldy, lumbering, out-of-control elephant of data, that meaningful patterns are parsed. And just as cards must be turned over or laid out, and dice must be thrown, movement is essential too to our digital divination. It is in the logic of divination that algorithms move through or process data, extracting from the chaotic overabundance meaning through selection and, above all, connection. Researchers argued early in the pandemic that COVID would be a, quote, black swan event. Its course would be essentially unpredictable, quote, an unknown unknown. Into this uncertainty, Researchers rushed to develop algorithmic approaches, particularly machine and deep learning models, which could be applied to various clinical and epidemiological problems presented by the virus. 
Describing their advantages for COVID-related research, Kesem Swan and Colt present what has become a routine understanding of AI and its applicability. Quote, with the appropriate input and innovative algorithmic design, AI can recognize patterns, predict outcomes, assist with medical decision-making, and help uncover relevant information from data. By seamlessly analyzing millions of data points, AI is a potential game-changer in the battle against the pandemic. Thus, millions of data points are the staticky noise out of which algorithms affect divination, drawing statistically significant conclusions from otherwise unmanageable datasets. If formalized randomization is a mechanism for accessing unpredictable and thus impartial truths, then algorithms like AI learning achieve their own truth claims through the sheer scale of data. Large language models, LLMs, are one example of algorithmic efforts to meaningfully harness an overabundance of information, too much for any one person to parse efficiently. Among these, OpenAI's ChatGPT presents perhaps the pinnacle of oracular detachment. Heike found his team of programmers consulting with the LLM during a conference co-jam in September 2023. The team of both professional software developers and amateur coders was tasked with porting code from one programming language, Python, to another, PHP. They found ChatGPT worked effectively alongside more established tools, e.g. Stack Overflow, when it came to checking some programming idiosyncrasies across the languages. ChatGPT played the role, in effect, of a senior colleague who could be consulted on demand. Of course, the advice given by any LLM is not always sound, but still, as with any correctly performed mechanical divination, ChatGPT never fails to give an oracle's pronouncement with conviction absolute. Of course, whether it is the gods or mathematics, in the end, neither truly speaks itself. For now, technical elites continue to play the intermediary role of oracle or seer, interpreting the outcomes of machine learning. Deciding what counts as an input and interpreting what that output means is the work of a human, a political actor enmeshed in the local. And really, that actor is not just interpreting the answers, but at the same time instantiating the questions. In Japan as elsewhere, experimental research with machine learning is expanding alongside the accelerating accumulation and availability of big data. In bioscience, this includes caches of human biometric data, clinical case reports and imaging, and other genetic tissue and blood samples, all collected and stored by hospitals, national biobanks, and consortiums. These medical repositories are the, quote, superabundance, the chaos of noise, onto which algorithms are, in this case, ritually thrown. As scientific research questions become, quote, mediated through predictive technologies, Rebecca's research has asked whether access to these datasets is transforming scientific decision-making, where the mere availability of data is used like burnt scapula marks to map new research questions. In an inversion of idealized scientific practice, this is often directed by what algorithms can be used to divine rather than driven by pre-established hypotheses. Algorithmic work can even take on a kind of pre-divining procedure. Decisions about what research to conduct is distributed by scientists onto data's potential, calling on it to determine in the first place 
what questions should be thereafter divined. Just as diviners may ask preliminary details from clients, or consult about which questions should be asked, or what the best course of questioning might be to achieve a desired aim. In one example, a bioinformatician at a Japanese national university described the way he sorted through publicly available chest x-ray data to mine it for research potential. Driven, as he explained, by the feeling that chest x-rays, quote, contain a lot of information that is not used, since cardiologists only check the hearts and vessels and pulmonologists only check the lungs, end quote. He focused on a, quote, reversal, as he described it asking what a deep learning model could predict from the x-rays themselves and their accompanying electronic patient data, disease diagnosis, age, sex. In a feedback loop, this allowed him to prepare his training data and his predictive model based solely on the availability of these labels. In explanation, he stated simply, quote, one of the reasons to do such research is there is information for it, end quote. He continued, quote, AI is a black box itself. There are more than 100 million parameters that predict something, so we cannot see what they are thinking inside. End quote. Even in the scientist expert socio-technical imagination, the divinatory parallels are abundant. Algorithms are tools for revealing unknown patterns in information that can't normally be accessed or seen, by way of inner workings that can't or won't be fully explained with the revelations ultimately, and by design, credited to no one. Of course, this obfuscation is not without consequence. In the ChatGPT example, for instance, OpenAI hasn't disclosed the origin of all the training materials used to build their models. There is a clear conflict between open-source advocates and AI model profiteers. On the one hand, the model's success is based on the availability of huge open-source code archives. On the other hand, the paywall developer features, such as code completion and editing software, is clearly against the spirit of the open licenses of the software used to train the models. So in this case, it's not merely the divination's function is obfuscating responsibility. Obfuscating responsibility also functions as divination's profit model. Here we might also wish to address the role of black boxing. A black box refers to the accepted opaqueness of some inner workings, an inability to see and foresee internal processes. For algorithms formalized, black boxing operates in service of the divinatory ideals of apersonality and ostensive detachment, and in the potential sidestepping of accountability. In algorithms, computational inner workings may be protected explicitly in the name of competitive advantage or intellectual property. They may be obscured more implicitly behind a rhetoric of processual complexity and deep neural networks. In either instance, the algorithms are effectively closed off to examination, quote, to political debate, visibility, or accountability. Yet it is the rhetoric around this term, its common usage as a shrug of the shoulders, which enables divination's liberatory effect. Anthropological research has shown that divination is rarely concerned with truth. We readily accept and explain away divination's predictive failures, perhaps for algorithms as statistical outliers or biased training data. Accuracy is not what is at stake in divination. 
In some analyses, divination is in fact everything else. Quote, emotional reassurance, a tool for restoring and sustaining a social structure, an instrument for making decisions, building consensus, and establishing political legitimacy, or an aid for maintaining a cognitive order, end quote. Everything aside from, quote, an attempt to acquire accurate information about some matter of interest, end quote. Scientific researchers and software engineers may argue that algorithmic practices, which we collate here as divination work, are needed to manage an overabundance of data, or even as best practice in the management of contingencies and uncertainty. But scapularancy does more than guide hunters to game. It moves the cost of uncertainty and the potential for poor outcome away from the shoulders of any individual. The result is more than just displacing responsibility. Divination endows the client with the impetus to take action in the face of uncertainty, the authorization to do something when the only known is the unknown. Medical researchers use machine learning to predict the development of COVID severity in individual patients or track its possible spread. Under pandemic conditions characterized by a high level of uncertainty and fear, the accuracy of predictions themselves were not nearly as important as the socio-technological efforts and pursuit of consensus and even hope in the face of an unprecedented global health crisis. As with all cultural practices, algorithms present the potential for influence and domination as well as empowerment and agency. Through a lens of divination, we are able to foreground ideas of detachment neutrality, and apersonality as part of the very imagination and design of algorithmic practices and their ostensive detachment. We are better positioned to probe the potential impact and agenda of black box rhetoric or the distribution of accountability. We are also able to see the opportunities for social consensus and collaborative action, and even comfort drawn from these practices. More than a mathematical or mechanical achievement, then, algorithms are understood within a rich sociocultural history of divinatory ritual and practice. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any comments and feedback, feel free to share them with us on the blog. You can find the link to the post in the description of the episode.